Right, everybody thanks for joining us the used guys in that podcast this is jay and we have a full <laughs> that's right this is the bigfoot special the bigfoot special we've got somebody that ran into bigfoot this is a friend of the host friend of all of the hosts friend of the show our friend brian he's actually run in well not run in he didn't have coffee with bigfoot no. But he had a Bigfoot experience, and he's yep. going to tell us about encounters. it. Yeah, so we're going to get into that. This is going to be a great show. Quincy's here. Our friend Q is here on the road relaxing right now. We're going to have a great show. Angel did a shitload of research for this thing. Like, don't for, for everybody that listens on the regular, we still hate the fucking government. I don't want anybody to think. This is just a fun episode. We'll get into the terrible things that happen once again when we start up on Thursday next week. Don't worry about it. We still hate everybody in the government, okay? So even, even people that hate the government know how to have a fucking good time. Isn't that right? You know how to have the best time. It's the best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, people do say that the government is covering up Bigfoot. So the See? government is in all things, including Bigfoot. See? Yeah. We Bada knew it. Bing, a fucking boom there it is there it is so without any further delay i want angel to please have the floor she did a shitload of research on this so she's going to be leading the conversation on uh this uh bigfoot extravaganza here on the used guys and that podcast so take it away lady all right so i had a couple of questions in regards to bigfoot and i want bigfoot to be real and i hope bigfoot's real but there are a lot of different things that people say about Bigfoot, um, their connection with UFO sightings um, and things like that. So also they say that, you know, they're Nephilim and they're demons and they're forest people and they can cloak and all down the line. Uh, anything weird about Sasquatch, people say, you know, it's happened. So... I was kind of interested in seeing where some of these things came from. And apparently the, the connection between the UFO sightings and Bigfoot is that they are seen together. But there is one in particular that happened um, back in, I will get you the date. It's back in 1600s. And it was... Along the lines of, give me one second here. I have it somewhere. Oh. Did you find it? It's on here. Oh, okay. I did. Bigfoot stole it. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bigfoot stole sneaky. it. So it was in 1680. And 
the report was a large black cloud-like mass landed in a field releasing a huge hair-covered being that was seen briefly and just disappeared. So I thought, well, since that was so long ago, I wonder how many more, you know, Bigfoot sightings there were prior to the Patterson-Gimlin film. Because if you can establish, because everybody says that the Patterson-Gimlin film is a hoax. Okay. So if you can establish that there are sightings before that, then, you know, there may be a case for Bigfoot. So a couple of other sightings back in the 1800s, you know, one in Gettysburg. And these are all in newspapers, by the way. Is this before the Battle of Gettysburg or after the Battle of Gettysburg? <laughs> 1851, so. Before. Yeah. It was called, it was in the Gettysburg Gazette or something like that, a newspaper, a, a periodical of note. A periodical of great note, no yes. less. Yes, absolutely. Um, so there was another one um, in November 21st of 1858, a wild man, and then there was also like a missing child associated with that uh, wild man, okay. um, and the child was found 10 miles away from where it originally, you know, went missing. And people couldn't figure out how it got that far, so they had speculated maybe the wild man carried it off. All right. Um, also, there's a couple of stories back from the early 1800s where they say that dogs refuse to track them, that they're afraid of the Bigfoot, they don't want to go after them. Um, there was one in July of 1891, and it was an, an Ohio wild woman. So I thought that was interesting because most of the time they say, you know, they see Bigfoot and it's a dude. Well, I mean, so, you got to have Bigfoot babies come from somewhere, so, I mean, come on. They, yeah. they, they say the one in the Patterson-Gimlin film is female. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so, I was also told that I needed to look into the Native American stories about Bigfoot. Okay. Um, and anyone from a Northwestern tribe will say that Bigfoot is actually a physical being, that it's not supernatural or paranormal. It's a physical being. Um, other tribes will say that it's living in the same physical dimensions as humans, but it like can go in between dimensions. Like it ha it lives in another dimension, but it can walk in between ours and theirs. Um, so basically, all of the different tribes have different stories about Bigfoot. And the Apache tribe in particular, they never talk about Bigfoot. They are told to respect the woods and don't go out past dark because that's when the spirit comes out, that the daytime is our time and the nighttime is their time. Is that, do you think that's stories that they've told their kids to get them to make sure that they didn't fool around in the woods because even now, messing around in a national forest, if you're stupid... And you're not paying attention, you could get yourself in trouble really quick. Do you think that they said that to scare the kids? Or do you think that there was that like adults telling other adults, hey, mind yourself and be careful, don't go into the woods because of the spirit? I'm not being funny either. I want to know if this is like, you know, a bedtime warning well, story or if this is like legitimately they were afraid no, of the spirit. No, it's legitimate they're afraid of the spirit. Like even they tell adults not to. Like Okay, all right, go, cool. You just don't go into the woods at night. Like you just don't um the Cherokees say that Bigfoot is called Big Man or Husband of the Earth. Um, and that this is where the supernatural starts to come in. All right. Because it, they say that Bigfoot can change into whatever animal it chooses to. 
that they exist in another dimension and can walk in ours and theirs. And that there is no wall or separation between us and the Bigfoot dimension. All right. Um, they say, do not pick berries alone. Stay together with another child or an adult if you're out picking berries. Do not eat at nighttime. Do not cry in the woods because sorrow attracts them. Do not whistle. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do not cry in the woods because sorrow attracts them. Do not whistle. Food and tobacco can be left as an offering for a specific trip into the woods. Um, some tribes think that men and women are taken away by Bigfoot when they're in the woods. And they also describe Bigfoot as being very tall, approximately nine feet tall, and sometimes he smells like burnt hair. <laughs> like, like like stroke victims. Yeah. Like a fucking turd wrapped yeah. in burnt hair. And there's a lot of... Yeah, there's a lot of stories about Bigfoot smelling terrible. So, yeah, I've heard that too. So, yeah. like, question. Sorry to interrupt. No Point go of personal ahead. privilege. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, anyway, like, so is the idea of like the Wendigo and like Bigfoot related, or are those two totally separate things? Well, they're kind of related, but also separate. Okay. So, um. The Wendigo in particular, um, I will jump ahead to that because I have that on my list. Um, oh, my bad. No, you're fine. Um, let me get to it here. The Wendigo is a supernatural cannibalistic monster believed by several tribes to reside in the forest of the Atlantic coast and the Great Lakes regions of North America, appearing with some human characteristics or as an evil spirit possessing a human... Um, the Wendigo is typically created through human cannibalism or by an individual overcome with greed. They're described as being extremely gaunt, emaciated, with grayish skin, sunken eyes, tattered lips, and possessing a deathly odor. The Wendigo uh, is greedy and it feeds on human flesh. So, like most of the people in so Congress, the Wendigo is <laughs> a politician. Yes, the Wendigo. That's exactly what I was thinking. Great minds, <laughs> great minds think alike. Okay. Well done, gentlemen. Well done. Yes, and so it says for each person that the Wendigo consumes, the monster grows even larger, so that it is always hungry and hunting. Such as the legend is generally associated with stories of insatiable gluttony and murder. So yeah. Definitely a politician. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> I was going to say, it, like, it's, fucking, it's like the Clinton Foundation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn, Mitch McConnell always knew it about you. <laughs> <laughs> right? So. Much like the Wendigo that can take many shapes and forms, Mitch McConnell chooses the turtle. <laughs> You can be any shape in the world and you choose Mitch McConnell. <laughs> 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 you can have you can ship shape to anybody any time and your first go to is Mitch McConnell. Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine Mitch. Cocaine Mitch. Mm -hmm. That's why that's it's uh skin is gray and its eyes are gaunt and needs cocaine. Well, now everything's yeah. falling into place. Great, excellent. Excellent explanation. Um, so, all right. So what else? Go like, ahead. The Wendigo is considered, obviously, like a dangerous okay. you know, uh, entity. But there are harmless Bigfoot. And so one of those is called the Woodman. 
and he is a hairy Bigfoot-like wild man of the forest who moves silently and rarely reveals himself to humans. He frequently steals things or causes minor mischief. In some of the stories of the woodmen, they capture children or pursue humans in attempt to mate with them. In some tribes, there is said to be only one woodsman who is an immortal mythological character. In other tribes, the woodsmen are of both genders or said to exist. They may overlap with the Bush Indians and um, other more aggressive human-like um, woodsmen and that they're solitary, stealthy, and, and that they don't kill people. That's what they say. So um, there is also a one called Chaitanka, and it is a large shaggy woodland being of Sioux folklore and then some people associate him with the legend of Bigfoot, and his name literally means Big Elder Brother. Then there's mean or bad Bigfoot. So there's a mean Bigfoot called the Bogs, and they are large, hairy wild men of the forest. And they are more known in the northern tribes. And they are malevolent, dangerous monsters who may eat people or molest women. Oh, great. But sometimes... I'm a politician. Yeah, another <laughs> politician. God damn, man. We're starting to put this together. All right. <laughs> but sometimes they're said that they're not, like they're benign. So it goes back and forth. Um, but the interesting thing is um, there's one called the Stick Indians or Stick Showers, and they vary from tribe to tribe. They're also described as large, hairy, big -like, Bigfoot-like creatures and in other tribes as forest dwarves. In the tradition of the Northwest Indian tribe, stick Indians are malevolent and extremely dangerous forest spirits. Stick showers are good hunters. They take medicine that make them invisible. And so, do you remember earlier how I mentioned that Bigfoot is said to be able to cloak or be invisible? So I think that's maybe where some of these stories come from. Um, it is said that they wear bear skin and live in lodges in the mountains underground and that they can travel long distances in one night um, and that you should be careful hunting, especially on goat rock, because they will push you off the rock to make you fall to your death. All right. In some traditions, stick Indians have powers to paralyze, hypnotize, or cause insanity. In others, they merely lead people astray by making eerie sounds of whistling or laughter in the woods at night. Some stories of stick Indians, they say they may eat people. Um, they kidnap children, molest women. They also take aggressive revenge against people who injure, disrespect them, no matter how unintentionally. Um, so, yeah. So, it, it's also said that they don't like to talk about these stick Indians um, and they don't, they're referred to as stick Indians because they don't want to say the name of the actual creature because they feel like it would provoke an attack okay. from the creature. Right. So stick Indians or stick showers is like an English version. Because, where, where are we talking regionally also? Um, so this one in particular um, is in the Northwest a lot of these, and don't most of the sightings come from that part of North America, like yes. that that Cascadia like quarter, the mountains that run on the Pacific coast. Yeah, but it also comes from the Great Lakes region as well. So it's like all it's all over where 
you know the tribes are along the coast but it doesn't seem to ever happen like in you know like nebraska or like missouri so you know what i mean it seems to be or texas yeah yeah that's interesting i i i just found that uh i i don't know why that is maybe i mean i guess like other species you have regional you know where it's easier to live or where you have less predators or things like that because evolution is going to do that but how does this tie into i know that you're a fan of david Politis, uh, mm-hmm. he does the uh, missing 411 stuff with the people that go missing, and I know that a lot of his work, like he did Bigfoot work, yeah, like legitimate, like not tongue in cheek. And just for the record, I don't, I'm not saying that Bigfoot doesn't exist. I remember 50, 60 years ago, they thought that uh, the giant squid was a sailor's fucking tail. Well, guess what? The giant fucking squid is real. It's out there. You yeah. know what I mean? So who know? Anything is possible. But is there any correlation to where these the disappearance of a lot of these people in his books? where that happens and the locations of what these Native American, where these Native Americans come from, say that, hey, don't go into the woods mm-hmm. because this, you know, certain kind of, uh, you know, apparition or uh, living being is out there doing things. Is there any connection with that? Well, yeah, like, so the people that go missing, um, those sightings are also, all those missing people reports are also tied into the same areas where people say they see bigfoot the same areas where people say they say they see ufos the same areas where there's you know government like fbi satellite offices there's caves there's mines there's lava shoots all of that ties into okay these areas were you gonna are we gonna have that in the show notes in case anybody wants to look it up for themselves yeah okay excellent sorry sorry to interrupt go ahead please um so They are also, the Native Americans also point to little people of the forest. Little people of the forest. Yes. And I cannot say this word, so um, I'm going to spell it. It's M-A-K-I-A-W-I-S-U-G. And it, uh, they are the little people of the Mohegan and uh, Pequot tribes. I think that's how you say it. I'm not sure. All right. So they can be dangerous if they're disrespected but are generally benevolent nature creatures and they're described to be around two feet tall they're said to carve symbols and rocks and have magical powers including the ability to make themselves invisible so we have now we're going back to the invisibility you know stories and things like that they have that same thing in uh indonesia really yeah he's called orang pantek i believe it's pronounced but he he's a little it means little man of the woods Oh, really? And he does the exact same stuff that you just described, but he's in Indonesia. Indonesia. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Okay. Um, so there's also other ones called like the Pukwudgie, the Nymeragar, um, and some of them, like I said, are benign. Um, but the little people of the Arapahoes and neighboring tribes have ones that are cannibal dwarfs or enemy dwarfs is what they call them. Um, that they're dangerous man-eaters and particularly enemies of the Arapaho tribe. In the woods. In the woods. So there's there's cannibal dwarves in the woods that the Native Americans said. Did they go to war with them or something? I mean, this is straight yes. out of Lord of the Fucking yes. Rings. Yes, they did. They did. They they did go to war with them. They went to war with the dwarves. Yes. And that's why we don't see dwarves anymore. Is because the Native Americans I, killed them. I don't. All? I, I don't know if that's the reason, but they went to war with them, and yes, they did kill them. We need to know more about this fucking dwarf war. <laughs> so, okay, the descriptions of the cannibal dwarves 
vary somewhat from community to community, but they're usually said to be the size of children, dark-skinned, and extremely aggressive. Some storytellers say that they have the power to turn themselves invisible, while others say that they were hard to spot simply because they moved with incredible speed. Some suggest that the dwarves' warlike temperament comes because they must be killed in battle in order to reach the dwarf afterworld. So they're like the Vikings. you got to yes. die in order to get to Valhalla. Yeah. Like that in battle. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Others believe that they were gluttons who habitually killed more than they could eat just because they could. According to most versions of the stories, the race of cannibal dwarves were destroyed in an ancient war with the Arapahoes and other allied Native American tribes. God damn, that's fucking awesome. We, why, <laughs> like, we need a movie with this shit, man. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, and then, so the Crow, tri- the Crow tribe um, has a little person called the Nurambi, and they're a race of goblin-like creatures estimated to be between one to two feet in height, with sharp teeth, a little neck, and they're considered enemies by the native people. They're also considered responsible for evil acts such as child abduction and the killing of livestock. Uh, the Pukwudgies, or person of the wilderness, are a knee-high race of little people, and they are believed to be dangerous foes with a predisposition towards the theft of children and possessing powers similar to those of the magical skinwalkers. So, man, listen, don't mean to cut you off, but can you just can you just even imagine walking through the forest, minding your own goddamn business, all of a sudden thirty to forty knee-high motherfuckers jump <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm glad the Indians killed them all. Fought them. Yeah, I am too. These guys sound like little bastards. Mm -hmm. I'm glad they're not around. I don't feel feel like stumbling into Gulliver's Travels. No No shit. No shit. Tied to the tree. Tied to the tree. Yeah, and then they're going to eat you. Yeah, Yeah. little dwarfs. Yeah, so that is all I have as far as the stories of the Native Americans go. All right. Um, You know, about their cultural version of bigfoot okay what is is there any conclusive like have you come to a conclusion on your end after going through all this research i mean are you more convinced that bigfoot is real are you less convinced uh i'm i'm more convinced that the more i know the less i understand okay well now i'm not even like i the, the bigfoot's interesting but i'm sorry like once you brought fucking uh, cannibal dwarves into the conversation, now that's what I want to know about. <laughs> Gotta find out more. That's what I want to know <laughs> yeah. about now. Well, I'll, We're gonna I'll, need look, a... I'll look into the cannibal dwarves and, and we'll do. A We're show gonna need it. Yeah, we need another fucking show on the cannibal dwarves. God cannibal damn it! Cannibal fucking dwarves. Yeah. Still a band name that you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, that would sell. Like, do you imagine the T-shirts and the merch we could get out of that, man? Oh, it would be I fucking sweet. Dwarf. And we all just wear like some wrestling masks and thongs and just get out there. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all right. I, I would request specifically that I get to wear a banana hammock. Absolutely, banana yeah. hammock. And it's got to be leopard print. Leopard print all the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, leopard print, you know. All right. Um, now, Brian over here, who's been kind enough to join us, uh, Eagle Scout, by the way, so the man knows what he's doing in the woods. He has a story that he's going to recount to us about an encounter that he uh, had, uh, and uh, you know, Brian, I want you to take away, take it away for us. Tell me what you uh, what you ran into. Well, I have two. Okay, you two. Want me of them. To tell both of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can okay, get, get up real uh, close. Yeah. To this I'll guy. tell kind of the less interesting one to start with. Okay, go on. I, I worked. This was in Peninsula, Ohio, right, right down the road here, really from us. It's 
part of the Cuyahoga Valley National Forest, and I was camping there. I was wandering through the woods. I was, I don't know, 15 years old, maybe 16 at, at the most. And I was walking over towards Virginia Kendall through the woods. I was just inside of the road, maybe 50 yards away from the road, and I see a deer in front of me. It was maybe 30 yards in front of me, so I, I get a little intrigued. I'm, I'm a rambunctious kid, so I'm going to chase it. And as I'm chasing it, I see its legs broken. Like, it, it must have gotten clipped by a car or something. All right. So I start chasing this thing, thinking, thinking I'm going to catch it. They're, they're, they're pretty quick. I'd never really got that close, but the reason that I stopped chasing it, because as I was running towards it, the, it, the path kind of opened up a little bit, and it was really muddy through the middle, so I jumped off to the side. But as I'm looking at this mud puddle, I'm seeing these footprints going through the middle of the mud. And the thing that intrigued me was it was a bare foot. It looked like a human foot, but I don't know, maybe a size 18 to 20. It was huge. Okay. And it was going step by step. Like I would have to take two steps to get with its one step. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, and, and that, that always just struck me as who the hell would be running through the woods in the middle of pretty much nowhere with no shoes on? That's a good Shit. point. Yeah. And if it was a person, what's the probability of someone with that large of a foot deciding I'm just going to go running through the woods all by myself with no shoes on? Sure. Yeah, no. That, that, hey, anything's possible. Yeah. So that was in Cuyahoga Valley National Forest. Yeah, Cuyahoga okay. Valley National Forest. All right. Forest. Okay. And then the second one, I was younger. I was, I don't know, about 12 years old. My friend that I grew up with, his dad was in Vietnam, and he was really into uh, vehicles. And he was in a club with all their military vehicles, and they would have outings. And one summer, they were having an outing down, down. I have no idea where in West Virginia. We didn't see anyone down there the entire week that we were there. I think one car drove past the place we were at. It was a dirt road, middle of nowhere. So we're, we're out there riding deuce and a halfs, Jeeps, all through the woods, just going off-roading. It, it was an amazing time. Well, in between riding, you have nothing to do. You're, there's nowhere to go. You can't do anything. So my friend and I, we went kind of down the, the road a little bit. We were looking at an old house that fell down. We discovered a raspberry patch. So we started eating it. And it was on the, the edge of a hill that went, I don't know, probably 50 feet almost straight down into a river on both sides. Yeah. And as we're eating this, we hear this splash in the water. Being a fisherman, I got excited because it ran around, it, but it didn't really, it didn't sound like a fish hitting the water. When a fish hits the water, it comes up and it, it spins in the water and it's more of a slap. Okay. Th this sounded like a boulder or a bowling ball getting thrown in the water, like like you're doing a cannonball. Yeah. It, it makes that distinct, like, deep basin. Like a kerplunk in a yeah, sense. Kind, yeah, kind of a kerplunk. All right. And, and I thought may maybe a rock fell loose and it fell down this steep valley down into the water. But the thing that got me, it was in the middle of the, the river. A good 10 feet out either side from the river was where the bubbles were coming up wherever this was splashed down. So it couldn't have been a rock that rolled down and hit another rock and jumped in the middle. Yeah, that's highly unlikely, I yeah. would say. Yeah. yeah. Very, very unlikely. Okay. So we, we finished eating berries and we were into fishing. So we, we were going to find out, hey, let's see if that really was a fish. There must be fish down there. So found a little runoff that led down to the the river and it, it was an, an open mud bank probably three foot wide and from the top of the bank to the top of the water was a foot and then it was probably another three four foot 
to the bottom of the, the water. And at the edge of this, there was just a footprint coming out and another footprint, no handprints. So I, I couldn't imagine being a person standing at the edge. You would have to use your hands to push yourselves up and then step up and walk out. Right. And again, it, it was another probably size 18 to 20 foot. That's a big fucking foot, literally. Real, real big foot. It, it was twice as big as mine. And at, at the time, I was wearing probably size 9. Okay. And so it, it was twice as big as mine. And again, it was just every other step, I would reach one of his. That's like fucking Shaq. Yeah. 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 Well, what's the point of Shaq, or what's the probability of someone the size of Shaq in the middle of the woods just, just <laughs> hanging out and go, going for a dip in this water? And that, that can just, like, step up onto a bank Yeah, that just, tall just step without... up and then just walk off. And it, it, it walked up a path that led to an open field. Then there, there was no houses up there. Where, where's this, this guy running to? Yeah. No, that's so, w- oh, shit. So, go so ahead. So we, we, we ran back because... Uh, there's a giant person who knows what the hell this guy is running around he in the eat woods. eat you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he got, Sasquatch got mad because you ate his fucking berries, I, I, I watched Deliverance. <laughs> I didn't want, want to go through all that, so we yeah, got no, out yeah, of there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was a smart move. Yeah, so we, we got out of there, and like, later on that night, we were sleeping in the back of a deuce and a half, and something in the middle of the night just woke me up. It gave me that, that creepy feeling like something's watching you in the yep. dark. Yep, like your third eye, man. Yeah. It, it, it made all the hair on my body stand up, and I kind of looked over, and it, it was emanating from that path we took down to the riverbank. I never saw anything. I never saw anything move. Wow. I just pretended to stay asleep. I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to move. That was a smart move, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a you? smart move. Um, so here's here's a question for you. Okay. I'm, I'm going to – here's two. There's two over there, Bigfoot research person. Okay. The first – and thank you, Brian. For sure. both of your stories. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. But here's the question to the group, and specifically you, uh, Miss Angel, the sound girl. Is there, you know how, like, in, uh, in, in, in Europe you get stories of people getting, like, a posse together, literally with pitchforks and shit to go hunt, like, either werewolves, vampires, witches, shit like that, right? Was there ever any groups here in North America, whether it be Native Americans or um, European people that came over here, anybody from from pillar to post, was there anybody that ever got a posse together or a group that said, fuck this, we're going to go out there and we're going to find this thing? Yeah, so um, in that wild man, giants, um, let me grab the book. Hold on, stand by. Okay, we'll stand by. We'll stand by. I don't know if I'd want to go, like if you knew something was out there that was like eating people, you're going to have two reactions, right? Like, my reaction might be just to pack my shit and head somewhere else. That might be my reaction. I don't want to be a tough guy because it's not like you know that you're fighting a person. Yeah, you, know? you don't know what you're fighting. Yeah. But it, it'll eat you. But it'll eat you. You know what I mean? That's why I don't go swimming with sharks. Okay? All right, go ahead. You okay. have the book. So, Bigfoot, Wild Men, and Giants um, is a book by David Pilates with archived articles starting at 1680 to 1923. And in this book, there are several articles where they describe wild men um, and members of the community going after them because the wild men tried to take either children or women or men. Um, And so, like, they went after them. Um, They also used the Native Americans to track them because they couldn't... The Native Americans knew more about 
the wild men than the the white dudes that showed up after the fact. Well, that makes know? sense. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. They've been dealing with it for fucking how long? You know yeah. what I mean? Okay, So go on. they use them to kind mm-hmm. of track and try to find them, but they were never really successful. Like, a couple of times, they, they you know, they got a hold of them, but it, it's very rare in these newspaper articles that I went through in this book that they actually were very successful in, oh, go get your, you know, torches and pitchforks and let's go get the Sasquatch. It, it was only caught a couple of times and then, like, they had died. Okay. Shortly after being All right. caught. All right. Now, what, now what about... um. What, what about this idea that it's not just, let's say it's not Bigfoot. Like, for example, there's videos that I'm sure all of us have seen them that you have these almost like they're like teepees that are in the middle of the deep woods, like in British Columbia or something like that, or in like Alberta or even the, or in like, you know, the Pacific Northwest of the U.S. Yeah. And like Brian and I had talked about it before where he was like, no, 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 that's not Bigfoot. That's people. Now, what are the chances that, that possibly, possibly that it's, people like people that live in the fucking woods like i'm sure quincy could tell us about a lot of fucking weirdos that he's seen from when going coast to coast in this country of people that you know just strange motherfuckers that live in the woods you know what i mean is it's 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 a possibility i'm not trying to discount that there's a bigfoot or not i'm just saying that a lot sometimes some of this vicious shit might be other just just other humans because we're fucking a a terrible species you know what i mean right facts um i actually do know Quite a few people who live out in the woods. I ain't gonna say. Well, uh, I'll just say I I got people in Washington, more than a few people in Oregon, and a couple in uh, Montana. That yeah, they just live off in the woods. Uh, they have very little interaction with uh, other uh, humans and whatnot. And yeah, they really want to be left to fuck around. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my kind of people. Yeah, no shit. I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. it would be amazing. Especially now. Yeah. Yeah, as crazy as shit is. Just just leave me alone. I'm going to go in the woods. I'm going to find my own food. Yeah, no kidding. Fuck off. Yeah, all the guns that you want. Just leave me the fuck alone. I would really love to go to Montana. Yeah, Quincy, how many times have you been to Montana? Uh, shit, a bunch, actually. I'd say about anywhere between uh, 30 to 50 times now I've driven through Montana, uh, that whole area, uh, as well with the Idaho and the whole Pacific Northwest, it is fucking beautiful when it's warm. <laughs> and when it's warm, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it snows up there. Hey, it was snowing up there back in June, for crying out loud. Uh, they got hit with six inches in late June. Well, let me ask you this. You were doing a list of shit on Twitter. You keep, like, posting properties that you look at, for example. Like, is there a re- Is it because of the weather you would never consider living up in that part, like, you know, in Montana and Idaho? Of the weather? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's one of the, because of the weather, it's like, as, as sexy as those states look at, I kind of don't want to live somewhere where there's a chance of me being snowed in and i can't get my truck out to get back to work you know what i'm saying oh yeah for sure uh, yeah that's it right there plus i grew up in detroit uh i know what a cold winter is all about living in there and living in denver 
I'd rather not deal with that if I don't have to. But at the same time, uh, South Dakota is looking pretty damn sexy now since Texas is fucking up. And uh, Northwest, uh, I see the whole state of Indiana is looking good, too, being that they only get about eight or eight or nine inches of snow uh, all year. All right. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah. I, I think that those are all good selections. I mean, you stay the hell away from the South Dakota, man. It's It's got to be pretty, like, reasonable as far as living there, like, cost-wise. And I don't know about their fucking taxes or anything like that, but it looks like you get a lot of open space. It depends on when you're at. If you're near Sturgis or Rapid City on the west side of South Dakota, it can be pretty damn expensive because you're right next to Sturgis, which has that big-ass uh, biker rally and whatnot. Yeah, right, right. Um, if you're going up near Sioux Falls, um, you can still get a, 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 a decent uh, amount of uh, land to go with your house. Again, the only thing would be like, okay, are the roads paved or not? Uh, because I would have to have somewhere that's not only paved, but, you know, it gets plowed on a regular basis out there. So, uh, I've, uh, yeah, uh, I've, I've got some states to look at. Fortunately, I, I'm, like I said, I'm not making a farming decision until, until March, so I got time. All right. Well, I don't blame you, man. Take all the time you need to. I mean, if you're going to be parking your ass there permanently, I mean, it's a huge decision, you know. Sure. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, good for you. Um, what else do we have Bigfoot wise? Does anybody else have any wild stories like, like Brian here has any interaction with the Bigfoot? I know in Akron, Angel, the east side of town, your stomping grounds, there was a Bigfoot sighting by the fucking country kitchen or whatever the fuck it was. Remember when you, Brian, and I went to that Bigfoot thing? Oh, and yeah, somebody yeah, saw, yeah, There was a that. fucking Bigfoot outside the country kitchen over there on Canton Road or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, I, yeah I don't know anything about that. That was just like... You know, they said that that happened, but I never heard anything about it. What about the lady that said that is it possible to hypnotize the Bigfoot can hypnotize you? Well, I read that the, um, you know, the the Puckwudgies, the little peoples, they could uh, hypnotize you as well as the Stick Indians. They have the capability to like get inside your brain and mess with you. See, this is the problem. Yeah. This is the problem. Mm-hmm. We came down here to the studio in the bunker to talk about Bigfoot. Now all I can think about is fucking Dwarf Wars and shit like that. Like, I'm sorry. That's it. That's it. It's over. Like, Bigfoot's cool, but, you know, where are the little people at? So, like, I tried, I tried to watch, like, a couple of Bigfoot, you know, documentaries on Amazon Prime. And I ended up watching, like, the Bigfoot Alien Connection. And... That's where, you know, a lot of these, like, UFO people that say that they've been abducted have, like, a similar experience, like, with Sasquatch saying, like, it's a spiritual connection. Like, they see him and, like, they know that, like, it's a spiritual thing. Like, he's not really here. He's here, but he's not really here. Like, he's showing himself to you. And it's like a like a hologram. Conne- yeah, it's like a connection with nature. Suggesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a connection with like nature, so uh, something along those lines. Okay. And so All like, right. they were basically saying in that documentary because of the lack of being able to like actually get Bigfoot on camera, there aren't aren't like a lot of good videos or pictures or things like that. That because of that, people are inventing other things to say oh well this is why bigfoot exists like it's you know 
Or why you can't find them or film them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we said that before that every single fucking piece of footage that we have out there from the Patterson out film. Out of focus and shaky. Yeah. Bro, it was filmed on a potato. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was filmed <laughs> using right. a goddamn potato. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's the but same it's thing. Simple. Now, here's the thing. Now, follow me, gentlemen and lady. The reason why, now, I can't make this justification for Bigfoot, but I can make the case for, for UFOs. If your ass can fly from the Andromeda galaxy to here, then you probably can cloak your shit where I can't see it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is a natural, I think that that is a natural that's thing to understand. Argument. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. no wonder I can't fucking film you. If you, can, if you can fly faster than the speed of light, you chances are you could probably put on some cloaking. I mean, shit. And, they, and yeah, we write it off as magic. Right, and we write it off. There it is. There well, it is. Yeah, well, like, one of, like, the Bigfoot researchers, his name's Scott Carpenter. Like, he went out and, like, he was researching Bigfoot really heavily. And, you know, he thought at first, like, it was just, you know, an actual, you know, Bigfoot, like an ape of or like a human in between human and ape type creature. But, like, the more he researched it and the more he tried to understand it, and the things that he caught on video kind of show, you know, it's a supernatural yeah. thing. And he said, like, they followed him to his house. And they did, like, he has, like, pictures. Because he has, like, aluminum siding and it's oxidized. And he has pictures of, like, handprints way, way high up on the side of his house. And, like... They knocked over all of his, like, game trail cameras that he set up outside of his house. Like, they know that cameras exist, and they know that you're trying to catch them on film. So they knock them over, or all they right. do stuff to, like, disrupt you catching them on camera. All right. And so, like, he started off as just, like, a normal guy. Like, hey, I want to try and find, is Bigfoot real? I'm guessing just like everybody else. You know, if you're interested in something in a topic, you try to research it. And he slowly went from Bigfoot is a, you know, ape or some something in between human and ape. Yeah. To it is like a interdimensional Nephilim being. Like he he doesn't know what, what the it is. I, I, you got to explain Nephilim to me. Is this a religion thing or something? Yeah. Okay. All right. Go and ahead. It's like the Bigfoot is the fallen angel. So, so he's Lucifer, or is that different from the devil? Like that's which one? That's different. So, like, the, do you know how in the story in the Bible where, like, the angels fornicated with the women's? Uh, yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm familiar with so that. So their offspring were the Nephilim. Okay. And people think that Bigfoot are Nephilim. So which part of the Bigfoot is the angel part? I thought they had wings. Like, what happened? Did they lose I, their wings or what? Well, I don't know if the angels have wings or not. I don't remember from the Bible. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to have to well, crack that then, open. Like, you Nephilim were, like, allegedly, like, hybrid. Like, Nephilim were, like, giants, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh, like the story of, like, David and Goliath. Like, they, oh, they, they said that Goliath okay. was, like, a Nephilim. Okay. All right. Hey, listen, I learned something new today. That's good. Um, what, um, why now are there any, uh, have people tried, you know how like they have those fake, uh, shark uh, catching stories, like back in the, uh, like the seventies and eighties and shit like that. People would say they caught like a great white that was like 30 feet long and it was like before Photoshop and shit. And, you know, people would doctor up videos as best they could to prove that they caught like the biggest shark ever. Mm -hmm. Have there's ever been anybody that tried to fraud people out of saying, Hey, look, I've caught a Bigfoot. Yeah. Check it out. And then I've seen that happen. Oh, go ahead. Tell us. It was, it was some 
it was some damn show on the Discovery Channel or China Channel. It was like around uh, t- uh, about six years ago, 2014. And uh, they was talking about this mythical female sea creature, you know. And I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. They had me going. <laughs> I was starting to believe it until they showed the footage. Because the dude was like, yeah, man, you know, it was uh, 2003. And nobody really we was checking cell phone videos back then. I'm just like, wait, they didn't even have video cell phones. And I was like, well, whatever, whatever. They showed the video. I'm just like, yeah, that's too for advanced uh, for 2003 graphics. Like, get out of here. Like, uh-uh. No, no, no. I was just like, you bastards. You damn bastards. You almost had me. Thinking that they were mythical, you know, secrets out there. Oh, we had that mermaid one. What's up? Was it that mermaid, uh, like documentary or mockumentary or whatever that they came out with? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I saw that too. I was like, you bastards! I was, I was just there. It was that damn video, just like, yeah, no, uh, uh, uh. -uh." (laughs) Had this thing really been shot in three, that shit would have been choppy. And you know, jerky and whatnot. Yep. Not smooth and seamless like like it was. Yeah, they would have had to been using a CIA camera back in two thousand three to get footage that fucking good. Yeah, I'm not buying yeah, it. Yeah. I was I was cleaning houses back then and my boss at the time, um, she saw that too and I was like, You know that that's not real, right? And she's like, No, no, it's real. They have video cam they have video footage of it and I'm like Okay. Okay, lady. Know? And I just, I just, yeah. you know, because that's all you could say to people like that. It was like, okay. She saw it on the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no. They put it on the TV yeah. and everything. It was on the TV, don't you know? So yeah. it has to be true. Yeah. They got my kid. They got my kid too, man. Like when they did the Shark Week, where they're like, oh look, we're gonna find Megalodon, and my kid bought it hook, line, and sinker. Now, mind you, he was like, you know. 13 at the time but still i was looking at him like you know hey bro if megalodon was still alive like there would be no other fucking real sharks in the ocean like that <laughs> there's nothing there won't be any blue whales like they just eat Ooh. everything like so and he's like no 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 it was on the discovery channel it was during shark week i'm like okay buddy yeah. all right fine that great great megalodon's out there moving on like i'm not even gonna argue with you at this point you know what i mean <laughs> okay uh so I want to move on. So if we're, I, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings here, but let's hypothetically speak that you're out and there's like a group of big feats. Yeah. A group of, group of big feats with the disposition of your fucking uh, cannibalistic dwarves. Let's say we put these two together. Just very angry, like to eat people and they're in a group. Yeah. What's your firearm of choice? What's your firearm of choice? I... No, no communiformia rules either. This is like free people guns. So, I mean... You got to be, hey, listen, you have, you have to be practical because you could try to bring an M60 into the woods, but you're going to be weighted down by ammo. Yeah, so what, yeah. so let's, let's think about it. If you're going to war here in the modern era against the uh, cannibalist. Rocket launcher. Rocket. Great. Thanks. You ruined the whole fun Hello, thing. Let's <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you get married and have kids. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I will move to Akron now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the fucking heat from the rip. <laughs> so what do you? So what about an AK with the with the seventy five round? Uh, I've read drum stories mag. that uh, you know you can dump mags into the Sasquatch and he doesn't fall down. Are you serious? Yeah. 
That's because it's a two-two-three. If you come up there with a fucking shotgun with some slugs, you're gonna get his fucking attention. That would be my weapon of choice. Yeah. And uh, at least fucking, a three uh, And not even a twelve gauge. Give me a fucking ten gauge Ooh. with some slugs. Ooh. That's gonna drop a motherfucker. Okay. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Brian, you say 308. At least a 308. At least a 308. You got to penetrate. That's, that's what I was going to say. I was going to yeah. say like a 308. Yeah, man. you, you got to like, think you, something, you something that can take down a grizzly bear has to be used against a Sasquatch. Okay, an angry scat- Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah. 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 you got to drop them, and you got to drop them then. <laughs> yeah, I would I would around. agree. Whatever you ha- whatever you use to kill a bear, you would have to use to kill a Sasquatch. Because they're, I mean, they're described as being anywhere between... Like on the small end, seven feet to like up to thirteen feet tall, and like their chest is like three feet wide across, God three damn. and a half feet well, you, wide. You, you got to go through hide and muscle and, and then get, get to the bones. Look at, Qu- look at Quincy's ready for the uh, p- the pistol grip <laughs> pump action, man. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't think so, Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just give him all the beef jerky, so leave me alone. See, listen. No, uh, you just I use that to mess with him. Beef jerky. He, he's not going for the beef jerky. That's what you use to give you pie. It's like uh, Popeye with spinach. Oh, okay. It gives you the power to mess with Sasquatch then. You overcome all these fears, and you can see him and mess with <laughs> See? Yeah. See, this is an yeah. educational yeah. program. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's how we defeat him. We eat. The beef jerky. The beef jerky, and then we can hit him. We yeah. can shoot him. Got it. His powers are null and void. <laughs> got yeah. it. Excellent. We got him. Excellent. So on the topic of guns, so I'm thinking about making a purchase here pretty soon. Now, Quincy, you were supposed Good to luck. you were supposed to uh, to be making a, a decision here shortly. Like I saw you posing with some hot firearm action. Uh, did you come to a decision? Did you lose it in a boating accident? What happened? What happened was, if you must know. The money that was supposed to go to buying a firearm went to investing in a porno website. Yeah. Well, priority. <laughs> but the key word is investing, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yes. All right, you're yes, thinking about true. your future. I'm an investor, not the talent, although the girls really try to get me in there. I'm just like, no, 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 ladies. No, no, I'm here for the money. Um, <laughs> as far as a pistol, I was going to go with the Taurus Racing Judge, but Gun Twitter decided to stick a foot in my ass and tell me how it's, how it's a shitty gun and this, that, and the third. Um, so I'm looking at other revolvers, like, say, a Ruger Red Hawk or a couple of... Um, Snub nose Saturday night specials, those are always cool. Um, if I'm going with a semi auto, being that I am left handed, more than likely I'm just gonna go with like a Glock 17 or Glock 19 and put a slide on it where the uh shell cases will go you to the, the left instead of yeah. at my face if I'm using a, a regular uh slide, you know. Do you want to hear something interesting, buddy? Hell yeah, always. I'm a left-handed shot as well, man. I, I, I'm. You are the only other person I know who is a left-handed shot. We are a rare breed. Yes, we are, man. And I believe me, the hot casing in the face, it does get old, but I guess I got used to it, man. Like, it's just something I was like, listen, this is, it's like the poor fuckers in college that were left-handed that had to use the fucking desks that everybody else used that were made for right-handed Shit. people. You know what I mean? Yeah, he just school for me, man. Yeah. Also, in school to like eighth grade, man. You know the ones that have like the little 
little arm on the right hand side. Meanwhile, I'm catching carpal tunnel because I'm using my left hand, and it's just <laughs> hanging up the fucking desk. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sucks. I get it, man. I do, especially when it comes to guns. But uh, I'm thinking about going 357 style, man. Like I've been. Ooh, I like that. I got made fun of by uh, by our co-host Randall, who said that I was semi fud. Randy, who didn't show up. Yeah, Randy, who Get didn't show up. <laughs> he told he called me a semi fud because I was carrying a thirty eight, and he's like, "Oh, that's semi fud." I'm like, "Okay, now my fucking feelings are hurt." So now I've got to dial it up a notch, and I'm thinking about going. And this is a carry weapon. This is a carry weapon. I'm thinking about going three fifty seven Magnum. I, I I would really enjoy carrying that piece. Is that is that too much ass though? Like. No, I don't think there's no. a such thing. Thank you, thank you, yeah, right? Thank you. Say too, too much ass for Jay. Uh. No, I'm so yeah, yeah. You got the wrong motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, I'm thinking about right. doing that. Uh, do you have a Ruger LCR? Is what you want? The Ruger LCR? Yeah, if you want a snub nose. Okay. Is that a, is that the three fifty seven? It's three fifty seven. Is that what you have? I, I had it. I sold it. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I didn't know you were interested, or I would have sold it to you. Oh yeah, I would love to have a three fifty seven because yeah. then you could th- shoot thirty eight as well. Too, yeah. yeah, I'm it's, not it's, at a it's loss. It's not fun. You, you try it a few times so and then you throw it to the side. Can you shoot those rounds as well? Yes. Yeah. If it's three fifty seven, oh, you can I'm shoot a thirty eight special. Yeah. Always go three five seven because you can bounce down to thirty eight. Yeah, like at the range, Q. Like yeah. if you when you go to the range, you're not going to be using your three fifty seven rounds the whole time. You can use thirty eight, and you're just transferring trigger mechanics. If yeah. you know, hopefully you never have to. But if you do pull, you're going to be carrying three fifty seven. But you train on the 38. That way, you're not, you know, dumping lots of money down at the range because 357 rounds are fucking yeah, expensive, aren't real they? Expensive. Okay, there you go. So yeah. <laughs> next day, hey, next time you come through town, man, we could get together. We could go shooting, man. Hey, listen. Now that I know that you're you're on the west side of, of Akron, yeah, I can definitely make that happen and uh, and pull off. I ain't lying. The fucking uh, six hour that I was holding in those pictures. That forty cal, man, it was like it was just made for my hand. It just felt right. It looked good. You know what I'm saying? Which, which model? To it. Which, which mm. model of Sig was it? Uh, I can't remember. To be honest with you. Uh, uh, I, I, I got the T two nine and forty, and I I really like it. Yes. Say what now? I I have the T two nine in Sig, in in forty okay. cal, and I really like that. And you can barrel yeah. swap to a 357 SIG. That's hot. Yeah. That's hot that you can shoot 357 yeah. in that. Like, that's rare as yeah. fuck. It's not 357 mag. It's no, three, right, yeah. 357 SIG. But it's a rare round because yeah. it's made specifically for that model, isn't it? No. Oh, no, there's uh, other Glock, ones? Glock has it. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. You just drop in a new barrel and you have a whole new caliber. That's hot, though, man, that yeah. you could bounce between calibers like that so easily. It's yeah. nice to have the hey, option. Yeah, I like it. Paris Hilton, can you stop saying that's hot like it's 2006? <laughs> Are your nipples getting yeah. hard, Q? Are you getting excited over there? That's hot. That's hot. You guys are hot. Here's, here's my boobs. Like, come on here. No, no you got you to gotta pay. Hey, you got to pay for that shit, buddy. You know what I mean? I'm going to start yeah, my only You know fans. the rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait. So, Anybody else? Anybody else have any gun talk that they want to get into? I know that Chris was looking at a bullpup. I as soon as Q comes into town, we're gonna get together, get our scuba gear, because I gotta go find wherever the fuck I lost them at. Because once right. again, I just want for the record, I lost all of mine in a boating accident. So um, I'm gonna have to find them. 
It happens to all of us. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I, Chris didn't get to uh, mention anything about any, um, you know, Bigfoot thoughts or questions that he might have had, or if he has any stories about Bigfoot. Yeah. Does anybody else have right. any stories about Fuck Bigfoot? Me, right. Fuck me, yeah, we, we don't care about your stories. <laughs> Fuck Jesus. No, fuck you, they're, Brian. They're worthless. Uh, <laughs> no, so any, I, I just had, like, some interesting thoughts, just, uh, like, with the whole, like, like cannibal doors, to go back to that. Um, it just kind of makes me wonder, like, so obviously we know, like, Native Americans existed, like, before, like, you know, they didn't really have much of, like, a written history. Like, they celebrated what we call the oral tradition. Yeah. And it makes me wonder, because I'm big into, like, evolutionary theory and shit. So, there were many branches that branched off from our ancestors that didn't survive, you know, such as, like, Neanderthal. And it makes me wonder if these, like, cannibal dwarves, because I remember hearing about one, like, like the I don't know if you're familiar with it, but the Denisovans. Yes. yes. They were, like, three or four foot tall. And it makes me wonder if at, like, some point in time... Because, like, at some point in time in, in our evolutionary history, like, all of these species could have very well have interacted with each other. And it makes me wonder if, like, that's where some of these stories come from, is from, like, the extinct branches from our ancestors. Yeah, right. I, I think probably you're right because uh, the the Denisovans um, or the aboriginals in Australia had a story in regards to... Um, the little people or like these small people and I forget what they were calling them um, you know what they what the scientific community decided to name them as a as a group of people but they were like two to four feet tall and okay. they actually physically like found you know remains and evidence of them um, you know what I'm talking about Chris yeah 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 well, they, they say that Sasquatch is descended upon from uh, Gigantopithecus. Yeah, Gigantopithecus. Yeah, with, but he, he was found in China, and they say that he came over the land bridge with the Native Americans when they first populated North America, and that's how he became to live here. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, that's interesting. I mean, that's the problem that we run into as well, Chris. I know that you've probably heard this. I know that we've all heard this before, is that you'll have a lot of skeptics. And once again, I'm not saying... I'm not discounting any of this because I don't think anybody's smart enough to make a make the call one you know one way or the other. You have people that say that they've run into them. You have people that are absolutely they don't believe in any of that shit. But the same once again, I hate to bring up that example, but the giant squid was a fucking sailor's tail that was two thousand years old until they found out that oh gee, there is a giant fucking squid. It has eyes the size of dinner plates. Yeah, the coelacanth yeah. too. They only found it in fossil records. And then some scientist was down in, in Africa going to a, a fish market, and here's this coelacanth sitting there. And the, where do you catch this? Oh, we get we get them down over there. That's they're, wild. They're, they're down by that well, rock. I mean, we, we catch them all the well, time. Well, I mean, even, even, like, yeah. even something that, that people would consider to be, like, a commonly known creature these days, like the silverback gorilla, was, like, considered, like, a cryptid back in, like, yeah. what, late late 1800s, early 1900s? Yeah. Before they discovered them, before they actually saw them in, in like, what is it, the Congo? Yeah. yeah. So, like, like, you think about that, like, that's relatively recent in our history, like, yeah. even, like, late 1800s, early 1900s. Only known about like, it for 100 years. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Silverback gorillas was were once considered a cryptid, and, and then they fucking discovered them. Yeah. So is that where Bigfoot, studying Bigfoot, uh, falls under? Is it cryptozoology? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Cryptozo cryptozoology or, you know, referring to them individually as, as cryptids. 
You know, I, people get so fucking worked up about it, too. They're like, oh, it's bullshit. It's like, first of all, why do you get so mad about it? Secondly, these stories come from someplace. You know, the idea, like, for example, like, you know, the Nordic tradition talks about giants. Well, every tradition has giants of some kind. Right. Now, either they're all colluding in line, just the same thing as dragons, right? They all, every, from China to Africa to North America, even the fucking Aztecs talked about these, these dragon-like mm-hmm. serpents, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they're all talking about it. There was no fucking internet, so they can't be colluding with each other. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So there's a possibility that it does exist. They were or all did. trolls. They were all trolls. Well, yeah. Mean, yeah. yeah. Ancient yeah, trolls. I mean, it's, Prehistoric it's, trolling. It's, it's, it's the same thing with like like religion and shit like that. Like they almost all have like very similar stories. Like there's all like great flood stories. Yep. Yeah. In multiple religions. Uh, and once again, like not to insult any listeners that might be Christians, but like no. Christianity is like an amalgamation of like every single fucking religion that came before it. Yeah, there's definitely evidence of it too. I think Bill Maher did a good job. I'm not a huge fan of his, but he had that. Uh, that uh, one movie did he did Chris was called Religiousless or some shit like that, and he had yeah. Re- religiosity or something like that. I think it was something like religiousness like or Re- religious. Did you see it, Q? Or, uh... Did you see the movie that he did? Yes, it was called Religious. Pretty... Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, he did uh, break it down, but you know these traditions come from somewhere, and of course you have story embellishment along the way. You could catch a fish that's you know, 11 and a half inches or what have you, and by the time it gets back to the house, you know, you were fighting a sea serpent. So, you know, that's, <laughs> it's possible. Um, I don't know, man. I think that that's all interesting, but uh, if anybody has anything else they'd like to talk about, we could wrap it up. Anybody and anything? No, I'm good. Yeah, anything. Anything you want. Okay. Uh, the name of the website is <laughs> I gotta uh, give them a shout out. Throatwars.com. T H R O A T W A R S.com. Go check it out. You will not be disappointed. I wish people would stop feeling icky about porn because no matter how you feel about it, somebody's buying it. It's not just me and two other motherfuckers in Stockton, California. Okay. It's <laughs> a billion dollar business. Even mainstream businesses are not some new advertising on the porn websites. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure Randall knows exactly what I'm talking about. But yeah, just you know, check it out and everything. Uh, I actually helped them film uh, last Sunday and everything, and uh, it was cool. All right. Well, you know what, dude? If you wouldn't mind sending me uh the links and we'll put it into the show notes or if people want to take a peek, they could take a peek. Um, anybody else, Chris, do you have anything? I know you got a show coming up, Chris. Uh, it's already August and we're getting there. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. August 21st. And it's, um, at the, the, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So Friday, August 21st, we're playing at McAlpine Meadery in beach city. So, if anybody in the Ohio area is listening, come out and see us. Uh, we're playing with a uh, couple, a couple other local acts, uh, Toolbox and the Crew, and uh, I believe a solo act. Uh, her name's Kirsty Carell. Uh, we'll be playing with them. Um, I think the other acts are going to be acoustic, but we're going to go full electric and rock out the house. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, um, but the McAlpine Meadery uh, makes a variety of wonderful mead. Um, they make all their own mead there in-house and sell it there at the bar. Um, that is all they sell. Uh, they have a wide variety of mead, and it is all fucking delicious. $5 a glass, $10 or $20 per bottle. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go out and get fucking drunk on mead and have a fucking good time and put on a rocking show and... Hopefully, uh, Jay and, and Angel and, and other folks from the podcast show up. That'd be fantastic. Uh, Brian, uh, if you want to, you can come out. Ha- I haven't seen you in I've, too I've, fucking I've long, you ass clown. I've place, but I have no idea where the hell a beach city is. <laughs> How is there a beach well, city I mean, in the it, middle, it's, middle it's of Ohio? I'm going to go to a beach in the middle of Ohio. You ass clown, that, so look at Google Maps. I've already booked my trip. Beach city. Uh... If, if Brian needs a ride, he could he could come down with me. Like we'll be going, we'll we'll, we'll definitely be there. So. Yeah, man. Uh, they've got he he's got like a wide variety of flavors. I can uh, I can, I'll send you. He's got a website, so I'll send you a link to his website, and it, it should list all of his flavors, so you can tell me what you want. And I can pick some up for you, man. Yeah, I'll send I'll send you the link in Twitter DMs so you can check out the website and see what he's got to, to offer. Like I said, he's got like a I'll give you some personal recommendations. Like he's got a, a sour apple cherry that fucking slaps. It, yeah, it's fucking bomb. Uh, he's got the I think uh, there's I know there's a raspberry one. He's got a couple. He's got a few different seasonal flavors, so I don't know like what different ones are available, and I don't know this. Another recommendation, if it's available, it's called uh, Blood of Thy Enemies. It's made with blood orange. It's a, a blood orange mead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, dude, it's it's fucking good shit. Like I said, it's all all made here in Ohio. He makes it there at the bar. He's got his uh, distillery in the back, and it uh, it's some good shit, man. All right. pretty rad i would definitely try something like that well cool um if anybody has anything else anything else at all we're gonna wrap it up everybody is everybody good angel you good over there yeah i'm good so all of the um stories and things like that that i you know spoke about in regards to bigfoot there will be links in the show notes i have all of that information so if you're interested you can check it out um we also now have our youtube page up so hopefully It'll automatically link, but if it doesn't, I will continue to manually upload the episodes Thank to the you. YouTube page. Thank you. But that is up and going in case you don't feel like downloading all of the myriad of the apps that you have to to listen to podcasts. Um, if you just want to pull it up on your YouTube and 
you know, listen to it that way, it's available there. All right. Thank you very much for that. I'd like to thank... Uh, uh, Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Thanks, Quincy. Yeah. No, you really know. Thank you very much for all your hard work. Uh, I know that you've been working incredibly uh, hard on getting all of this together, and you spent a lot of money on the material, too. I know that you were telling me that you spent uh, a a pretty decent amount on all the books, and you've, you know, went at it like a college uh, dissertation, so... Uh, I really appreciate it. I know that we all do. I'd like to also thank our, our guest. He'll be back again. Trust me, he will be, because nice. we're going to talk shit about the government once again starting next week. Uh, Brian, That's thank you. Yay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah, it is. So thank you for coming. Thanks Certainly. for sharing your, uh, sh- uh, your your experiences with us. We do appreciate it. And, uh, of course, uh, my buddy uh, Chris, uh, our fellow host, Thank you for joining us. Randall, we are very disappointed in you. We are very... You're I'm, a bitch, Randall. You're I, a certified bitch. I don't even know Randall, and I'm disappointed. Don't even know. I'm disappointed, Randall. I still love him, but I'm hurt. It's like going to Christmas, and he didn't even get me a gift or a fucking card. Like, bro, you said you were going to be here. I got stood up. Randy stood me the fuck up. Dude, he's the type to play Monopoly, and that little... Uh, um, a shoe piece. He insists on being the thimble. That's him. Randall's the guy who wants to be the thimble. That's so, funny. That's great. Right there, what type of dude he is. Like, what? I'm an ugly and I can't be the thimble? I will leave, man. You better give me that thimble. That's him. He probably doesn't even like pineapple on his pizza. Why do you got hey, I don't either. So yeah. Why, why are you going there? Because that's the only way yeah, to eat a pizza. Why? Why? Why you gotta bring that up? Yeah, I pineapple mean, and bacon. I, I I don't even know why you had to do that. Every like it's Civil time. War time now. Every single time. <laughs> Fuck. Pineapple bacon. I was gonna go pizza. Oh yeah, it does. Is mm. oh, it's I don't delicious. know. I don't know. Matter of fact, hold up. Since she as it won't be bullshitting and whatnot, <laughs> do you see any fruit on this motherfucker? No, no you don't. No. See red pepperoni, and that's it. Ain't no damn food over here. <laughs> <laughs> I am strictly like a pepperoni or just plain cheese, sometimes pizza person. I, I do not like fruit no. on my pizza listen, either. Listen, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to disagree with you straight away. A cheese pizza is just how you. That's the base. That's like saying, "Hey, I'm gonna build a house just using uh, you know, uh, mortar." No, no, no. That's how you put it together. Okay. <laughs> The cheese okay. is the mortar, okay? You need is pepperoni, sausages, uh, yeah, pe- uh, what, bacon, what, please. What about the sauce? We got to have, well, I guess, well, yeah. That, that's the flour. It's from hey, tomato. As, as so long, every, as, all long of them. as it is not that fucking river rat Ohio Valley fucking pizza. Oh, shit. Tell Quincy about the fucking pizza you were telling uh, Aaron about on Thursday, please, because this is a public service announcement that Chris is going to okay. give you. So, so it's it's referred to as Ohio Valley style pizza. All right, and it's like popular from like Pittsburgh, PA, down in through the Ohio River, uh, you know, like Southeast Ohio and into West Virginia. So I have family that lives in Wheeling, West Virginia. And when I was younger, like once during the summer, we'd always go down to Wheeling, and you know, we'd spend like a, like a day or two down there with with family. And they were ranting and raving about this fucking pizza, and I. I myself, I'm a large man. I love pizza. Like I will, I will get, I will fuck a pizza, bro. Like I love pizza. <laughs> so they they were talking about this pizza. Like they were talking it up. Like oh, this pizza's so good. You guys are gonna love it. And we're like, fuck yeah, man. Like I can't wait to get down on this fucking pizza. We were all hyped up. 
So we get this fucking pizza, and this Ohio Valley style pizza, fucking straight trash, bro. So all they do is they take they take the crust and they just put the sauce on and bake just that, and then they put all the fucking toppings on raw and cold, like what? the cheese raw and cold, like not melted. The fucking pepperoni, whatever meats you get, fucking cold. The veggies raw. It, 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 like straight fucking like river rat fucking pizza. Dude. It yeah, was, that, it that's was, exactly what that is. That's yeah. gross. Right, dude, dude. It was the worst fucking bullshit. Look at Quincy's I face. Yeah. Heard. Look at his face. He's disgusted. Yeah. I know, dude. Trust me, man. Like your face sums up how I feel in my heart when I tried that pizza, bro. Wouldn't all the toppings just go spilling out everywhere? I like so nice they melty make cheese. they make the pizza in like a. Like it's like a big rectangle, and the the crust is thin, but the crust like around the edges like rises up, yeah, like the edge of a pie crust, you know. But like I said, everything the only thing that they cook is just the sauce and the crust. Everything else goes on cold. Would have fucking wiped my yeah. ass with that. Yeah, no. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, yeah dude. And so the crust is baked, the sauce is baked in. Everything else is cold. Cold. Everything else is cold. I swear to whatever you believe in. You serve me a pizza with, you know, non-melted cheese and cold meat. I'm not gonna somebody right the fuck out. Right, I'm gonna right. say something about your mother. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is my my like, entire fuck. immediate like it was it was me, my mom, my dad, and my sister, and like we were all we were flabbergasted and disappointed. Like we like the whole trip home from Wheeling back up to Northeast Ohio. Like we talked yeah, about how sad. terrible that fucking pizza was. Yeah, it's like, like coming home from a fucking, funeral. Yeah, right. Like yeah. this fucking bullshit river pizza. Disgusting. Fucking bullshit river rat fucking hillbillies, and that's what they call fucking pizza. Okay, well we're What's not. What's the name of this place? So I know I know never to eat there. Uh, hold up. Give me just a second, and I'll look it up because I can't. I, I keep delivering that three a bunch of times. And I don't want to get caught up with some bullshit and order some fucking pizza from there. Yeah, you're safer going. Yeah. People knock Pizza Hut. You know, pizza Hut would be a delicacy in that part, man. Pizza you... Hut ain't bad. It's, it's a little greasy sometimes. It's, it's generic. Okay. It's generic. You can, okay. you can eat it. Yeah, so this this is the most popular place, and this is the place where they got the pizza from that you want to avoid. It's called De Carlo's. De Carlo's. Capital D. I capital C A R L O apostrophe S. So it's an Italian place. Yeah, they, they disguise it as Italian pizza, but yeah, they no, disguise. Yeah, they're they're fucking it's inbred fucking pizza. hillbillies yep. that are yeah. fucking drunk off of Sneaky. fucking dirty river water. That everybody <laughs> dirty <knows>. river water. In Ohio, Pennsylvania. That's West Virginia. Is yeah. that is it? What based in West Virginia? They De Carlos has places in in West Virginia, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. It's a it's like a tri-state. Yeah, it's, it's a, that like, area. With the... Like I said, yeah. it's it's, yeah. called, it's called Ohio Valley style pizza. It's and, and like I said, it, it includes all of that southeastern border, like with West Virginia and Pennsylvania. So like even in Pittsburgh, you can find this style of pizza, and it's garbage, unacceptable. It's straight, yeah, straight fucking trash. So if you get I mean... Ingredients? What the yeah. fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah. so if you get if you get like onions, mushrooms, and peppers on your pizza, they're all cold raw veggies Ugh. on top. They're of putting it. raw mushrooms on pizza. Nah, nah, nah. Yes. You bitches, you bitches gotta catch the fade. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so so avoid avoid DeCarlo's or any other place because, like I said, it's called Ohio Valley style pizza. So if you if anybody's like, oh, you got to try this Ohio Valley style pizza, tell them to go fuck themselves, and you're gonna cut their dick off and mail it to their mother. Done. Done. What the fuck? <laughs> the raw raw mushroom. Come on, fam. Come on, fam. Yeah, Dude, that's what I'm telling you, man. Like my whole family, we were disappointed because like our cousins, they they hyped it. Like there's people down there love this shit, man. Like they seriously think this shit's the bee's knees, and it is I the would, worst. It is the worst I would goddamn. Cut them out of your will right now. <laughs> I just cut them out of your will. Disown them. Just what the fuck? You know. <laughs> well, you know what? Well, oh wait, wait. Is is the mindset like maybe? The uh, uh, that the crust is cooked and the sauce is hot enough to like it a melt or at least cook the meat and cheese. Is that the premise? No. Or are they just <laughs> no, saying fuck no. this quick? No. Nope. Murphy's pizza. Nope. That's just, <laughs> that's just that 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 is not the premise at all. That's not to say that the bottom layer of the cheese doesn't get melted when it makes contact, but that's not that's not what their intention is. Their intention is look. Like, look at this half-assed pizza that I made. That, that's the intention. Good lord, I I literally ate better than that when I was in jail. Like, come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, in jail, when we had the pizza, it was cooked all the way through, and this was like uh uh right before yeah, this. was like two thousand and one. You know, what I'm saying in Houston, and you know, yeah, you know, we had you know boiled eggs and uh, peanut butter. Uh, sandwiches for breakfast, but at least our dinner was cooked, you know, chicken, meatloaf, you know what I'm saying, shit like that, pizza, kid, what the fuck, uh-uh. I, I, th- I, I would take, a, I would take a jailhouse Raymond crust pizza over that shit, man. Bruh, I have eaten, you know, meals made out of a, made on the side of a fucking garbage bag that I would eat over, you know what I'm saying, this pizza, you know what I'm saying, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> With a side of toilet wine, thank you very much. <laughs> hey man, that Pruno, listen, that Pruno will fuck you up, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. That it. I bet. Fuck you up. Between that and the jailhouse burrito, yeah, you <laughs> regular. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, just so you guys know, for pizza, while we're on the topic, before we sign off, so like. My my family comes from my you know my family comes from Bronx, Brooklyn, and New Jersey. Okay, uh, and uh, they think that the pizza here in the Midwest, like if you get it like Detroit style, you know what I'm talking about Detroit style, right? Where you're cooking a rectangle. Yes, okay, buddy. yeah. And then Chicago deep dish, which I'm a huge fan oh, yeah. of, like the proper deep dish. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I mean, you got to eat it with a fork and knife. Like that's. They think that that pizza is fucking inferior because they have pizza that you it's foldable and it's like an airplane wing. And I don't understand why there's got to be beef about pizza. It's all delicious. Yeah, well, we're eating all of that yeah. shit. It, it, yeah. Well, except Ohio Valley pizza. With the exception well, yeah. of Ohio Valley yeah. pizza. Yeah. Get it the fuck yeah. out of here. But, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know what the problem is, man. Like, I, I don't know. And then there's California stuff. Like, anything that comes out of California, unless it's pornography, I'm really not that interested. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a plug for you, buddy. That's for you. You know what? Hey, I'll be honest with you. There are there are some decent food places in Cali. Believe it or not. Uh, believe it or not, man. Listen, uh, there's been some spots where I wouldn't think I'd get some good food. There, I got some good food at. 
you know, uh, up near Yakima, no, up near Pasco, Washington, uh, which is up near the Tri-City areas on the eastern side of Michigan, uh, which, by the way, is red as fuck. As, as blue as Seattle is, once you get past the mountains on the east side, it's red as a motherfucker, but uh, there are a surprisingly big number of Mexican food trucks out there, and it's the fucking real deal, which I never expect in Pasco, Washington, of all places, you know? That's interesting, man. I think that's one of the very cool things about your job is not only do you get to meet all sorts of different kinds of people, but like when we had you on the first time, we talked about barbecue and how your favorite place was in Missouri. Like the different food that you get, that that's what makes this fucking country so damn cool is that it's not it's not like the stupid government like that. You have all these different cultures hanging about and interacting with each other. I mean, you could go from fucking yep. Alaska all the way down to Florida and get so many different cuisines, so many different cultures, different people. It's cool shit. Like, that's what I like it about mm-hmm. here, man. Like, you get a lot yeah. of variety in this country, man. It's really neat to see. Yeah. It, it is. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It, it, it really is, man. Like, I, I like being able to taste some regional stuff that most people outside of that region wouldn't be able to uh, taste. Uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, has a, a place called Chicks uh, and Pit, like backwards pigs and shit. Chicks and Pit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know the name is fucking hilarious, but their ribs are fucking competition level. I mean, it's that damn good. Holy moly. And I was not expecting that in Fort Wayne, uh, Indiana. Okay. If you get uh, 45 miles west of Denver on I 70, um, I forget the town. I want to say it's uh uh ah, I'm not gonna brain for it. But there's a there's a, a joint up there called the uh, Smoking Q. The dude's from Texas, all right. But he's in a small town, like maybe maybe a thousand people. Them 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 ribs, holy moly! And I don't know if they're still doing it or not. But when I lived up there, uh, every Monday night for the football games. 15 bucks, all you can eat ribs. Oh, man. Yeah. I'd be a dead man. I used to get high as a fucking giraffe's ass and just go up there and just fuck shit up, man. That's awesome. Just, you know, smoke about four or five bowls before I get in there. Just, you know, walking in like, yeah, I'm going to rip this place a new asshole. Let's go. And just go like three racks of ribs like it ain't shit. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah. I do love some barbecue. I do love some barbecue. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, gentlemen and lady, uh, if anybody has anything else, we're going to wrap it up. Anybody going once, going twice? Chris, you good? Randy, you I'm bitch. Good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, I still love you, but I'm a little bit hurt. But um, very disappointed, but, Randy. Yeah, it's very, very yeah. sad. He yeah. owes, he owes very, us all pizza. Very disappointed. Your car and I drained your bank account. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Randy. I don't even know you, y'all. I'm just ever breaking balls. Don't mind me. <laughs> Um, I want to let everybody know that we got a new website up. It is running, uh, useguyspod.com, where you can go to our – we have a couple of different pages. You can catch our podcasts on there. You can also hit up our shop. We got a uh, resource page and also suggested reading that's got that's hyperlinked to the mm-hmm. books that we would uh, suggest that folks read. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd like to give out some shout-outs right now. I would like to shout-out uh, to our international listeners from France, Australia, Spain, the United Kingdom, Romania, Belgium, Brazil, Greece, Holland, Sweden, Finland, Canada, 
Poland and Portugal. Thank you for listening. Another shout out to our patron Jason and Paul B from B Town and at JT Libertas, also known as Anarcho Australian. Thank you guys for the support. You can email us at info at useguyspod.com and also useguysandnat that at gmail.com. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at useguyspod. Check out the store. Uh, I put some designs up there. It kit it's uh it's on the theme of what happens when you go boating and having uh, firearms on you at the same time. It's about firearm <laughs> and boating awareness. So check out our store if you want to support us there. That would be great. But uh, from Angel the Sound Girl, my good friend, my brother from another mother, Brian, and, of course, Chris G., our other host. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. And Q, thank you very much for being here with us, man. We appreciate you. You can find him on Twitter at BBW Thigh Tickler. You can also check out his OnlyFans, uh, which is absolutely hopping. I haven't checked it out, but I have seen some of the, uh, you know, some of the shots on Twitter. And boy, oh boy, it's pure sex. So check that out if you're into that sort of thing. I love you guys. Thank you very much for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you uh, next week. We'll be back on our rants against the government. Thank you very much. Bye. Peace. Bye. Peace. Woo! <laughs>